Hey cuties, welcome back to the Retro Shade podcast. I am your host, Heather, of course. Um, and of course, let's dive into the little bit of housekeeping that I have, which is this podcast, this episode is sponsored by me. Um, and it's sponsored by the readings, my human design reading, which I just added a new fun add on to it. So you can, when you sign up for your reading, you can also add on your, your user manual, which is like a 38, roughly a 38 page, um, PDF document, which breaks down your human design. So it's like a quick reference guide so that you can go back and reference it as you're moving throughout your life and trying to remember, you know, how to live in alignment with your human design. You have new hurdles that come up in your life. And so you, you're looking for a way to troubleshoot yourself. This user manual is going to be super helpful for that. And of course, my natal chart readings. You can book your astrology reading with me as well. Either option, you can't go wrong. Go with both. Do like a little um, like buffet of uh, like mystic readings. It's fun. It's just really good information. The more information about yourself that you can get, the more it's going to empower you. And just knowing these things kind of like I always find that it takes a lot of the heat off yourself. You have a lot of aha moments, a lot of breakthrough moments, and they really help to just give you a little more confidence in the direction that you're going in. They help you to trust yourself. There's just so much power in these readings, but they're also just like really freaking fun and a good time had by all. Um, So yeah, that's our housekeeping. Book your readings with me. And you can go to heathercatherine.co to go and book. All right, let's dive into today's episode. Um, It might be a little bit of an unpopular opinion, um, but I think it just really ties into cancel culture and the pitfalls of that. Um, Really not a proponent of cancel culture. I think it's very unproductive um, and kind of robs us on a societal level of having a good conversation that can educate the masses show compassion, hold some space and empathy as we learn and navigate. Um, We've just kind of gotten into this habit of kind of like fighting hate and ignorance with hate and ignorance. And um, it's just, I just think that we're, we're digging ourselves into bigger and bigger holes. And we're also getting to the point where people are just getting so afraid to be open and vulnerable and create and connect because they're um, afraid of doing something wrong and being canceled. Um, where, I mean, like, there's definitely things that people do that, you know, are extenuating circumstances that are brutal and wrong. And it's just, they know it's wrong. There's no, there's no, two, there's no gray area in it. Um, but that's not really where cancel culture comes into play. It's more in that gray area where people just don't know, um, for whatever reason. And it's not to excuse their behavior, but it's to use, um, use it as a platform to educate the masses. Because when, when somebody messes up, they're typically not the only one that's coming from, that ignorant place. Um, they were taught it from somewhere, or they picked it up from somewhere along the line. Um, 
and there are other people out there. And so when we just cancel somebody, especially when they have a public platform, we rob the greater community of having this productive conversation that can educate people. And when we approach it from a space of empathy and compassion, which is sometimes extraordinarily hard to do, um, given the circumstances, um, but when we can approach it from that way, we can start to actually heal. When we approach it from like a hateful or angry place, then it just kind of like add, adds fuel to that negative fire. Um, but of course, like both parties have to be willing and open to listen. But I think if we as a society are able to come together and say like, no, this is the precedent that we're going to that we're going to hold, we're going to hold people accountable when they do wrong things so that we can all grow and heal together. I think that's just going to really help us globally heal. Um, it's a little bit more difficult when it's, you know, when you're in the thick of it and it's more of a one-on-one thing because your emotions are involved in it. Um, but just for example, with the Real Housewives, um, Jenny from the Real Housewife of Salt Lake City, she was fired by Bravo and you know, rightfully so because she had some very racist Facebook posts um, that were found on her Facebook profile and bravo did fire her but we won't really know until the next season airs because they were filming or were beginning to film the next season and then they fired jenny so no one really knows yet if she has any scenes in but what would be really productive is for them to not delete any scenes not delete her out of the season completely but to put her in a situation where the women on the show her castmates confront her about the discovery of those Facebook posts and hold her accountable, have the producers in her confessional scenes grilling her above it, about it. She, We see a lot of people now that have these platforms, some kind of fame, and they make these um, sort of like really detached, apathetic apology notes that they like type out in their notes app or get an assistant to type out or their PR team and post it and like they always seem to kind of miss the point and not really address or do anything it's just an empty gesture um, saying that they understand what they did was wrong and they apologize to anyone that they hurt but then we don't really see any actions afterwards and that kind of defeats the point um, so if they keep Jenny in, then there's an opportunity for a lot of people to learn why what she did was wrong. And then that gives an opportunity for people who have done the same thing, making some very ignorant and hateful racist posts to see the light and what they were doing is wrong. Um, even if, you know, they on some level understand that it was wrong and they were caught, they were just like, being ignorant and wrong it's an opportunity still to have a lesson and change the perception and mindset of those people it's an opportunity um but if they just cancel jenny then i mean we're we're robbed of that opportunity we saw a really great example of a productive conversation on summer house this season when maya a new cast mate um one of two black people two black women on the cast and she, on her first weekend, just had a really hard time connecting with everyone. And 
So her and Sierra sat everybody down and had a very open, vulnerable conversation. And the whole house, I think, the the women, Maya and Sierra, did a, an amazing, they were so strong um, to have that conversation and to lay it out on the line for everyone and to not accept anything other than being heard. And I think everyone else did a really good job of just, you know, not defending themselves, not making excuses, but just owning and hearing and listening and then taking steps moving forward from that conversation to correct actions and to make sure that they created an environment where everybody felt welcome and heard and safe and where they could all get together and have fun. That was a bit of a detour from what I wanted to get to today, <laughs> but um, just some examples of like like where cancel culture kind of goes wrong and some opportunities that, some an example of a way that worked out really well um, that we can not use cancel culture um, and have an open, compassionate conversation that's really productive and does some really good learning for a large group of people. Okay, taking a turn into the topic that I actually wanted to talk about, which is Kim Kardashian admitting on the Met Gala red carpet that she lost 13 pounds in three weeks to fit into Marilyn Monroe's iconic dress that she's saying happy birthday to JFK in. The dress is, I mean, when you think of Marilyn, it's one of two dresses that you think of in her wearing and it is absolutely stunning um we know that it is incredibly unhealthy and unrealistic and drastic to lose that much weight and we know that that much weight loss in that short a period of time can have some serious consequences not just to your physical well-being but to your mental well-being as well and Yes, Kim saying that on the red carpet, on national TV, and then printed it in publications like Vogue afterwards, it perpetuates a very gross societal standard for women to be skinny figures at whatever cost necessary. It's dangerous for somebody with Kim's level of influence to just so publicly and nonchalantly put herself through this without acknowledging the dangers behind it. And the internet has really gone off in a rage criticizing Kim for this. And I understand where it's coming from. I, it is like, it is warranted in that aspect where like, yes, it is valid. It is unhealthy. It is reckless. Um, but I, I think that there is a, another perspective to take here. Um, and I want to make a little bit of a case for Kim. To me, the fact that like she was so hell-bent to drastically diet to fit into this specific dress, seemingly without like any consideration for her personal health and without any conversation around the fact that it is really dangerous, that it's not something that anyone else should be attempting, that to me tells me that Kim is a byproduct of the culture that we have been raised in where women need to be skinny figures at whatever cost. That that figure is everything and we need to do what we can to do it. 
like Kim grew up in the 90s and early 2000s same era that you know a lot of us were I was raised in where we were looking like low-rise jeans for the fashion bearing your midriff um, everybody was like rail thin people were surviving on Adderall like starving yourself was cool it's like we females I think almost anyone really growing up in that but it was specifically targeted towards women it like we have some major body dysmorphia issues because of what we were told pretty or sexy or desirable was and it was all focused around having this teeny tiny little frame and she's made it very publicly well known that she cares extremely deeply about aesthetics Um, and I believe that it's something like it's because of the world that she was raised in like not only just societally what we were really told what beautiful is or what acceptable or desirable was as a woman she was also raised in like Calabasas in LA under that limelight of Hollywood so it was exaggerated even more and she was so fame hungry at the time and being a size zero was absolutely coveted eating as little as possible was cool taking supplements that would suppress your appetite like smoking or again Adderall was a big big thing um like looking real thin like models and actresses was what we were taught we should be desiring um there's also like a big difference between being aware that something is not good for you and knowing that something is not good for you And she's likely well aware that her dieting to fit into the dress was not healthy, but she probably didn't like know the impact of how dangerous it actually could be. She probably just thought like this is she had a cool idea. It could come true to fit Marilyn Monroe's dress and it was a cool opportunity. She didn't want to pass it up and it was a very short term thing. She has a lot of support and access. And so she was probably just really thinking about the statement that she could make on the red carpet because that's also a shitload of pressure that she has put on herself to always one up and be a showstopper on the red carpet. It's like I I really think that we need to take a take a step back and instead of like yelling at her even more take a step back and think about where her mental health is at, where her mindset is at with all of this, because I think that she could probably use a checkup. She could use a little bit of compassion in that sense. Um, like we've all done things where like we, we were aware that it wasn't good for us, um, but we do it anyways. Like we know, like when we don't, like say you're going out, we all did this in our 20s when we were going out and partying and we didn't eat enough food at the before we went out. We are aware of the fact that not eating enough food before we go out drinking is not good for us. But sometimes you just go and do it anyways. And then you are horrifically hung over the next day. You get too drunk when you're out and it's not good for you. We've all done it. We all understand what it's like to go through that. There is also a period of time in high school when I gave up eating in an attempt to be thin and I was aware that food was important. I was aware that eating was necessary for my body to keep functioning properly. Um, But what I knew was more important to me was being skinny. So 
that was the difference for me the my awareness of you know that it wasn't good for me just didn't outweigh the importance of being skinny and not eating was drastic but effective um so yeah it just there we can have a little more compassion in these things and so i think we could really take a take a step back and look at it as more of a as a larger issue instead of like nailing Kim to the cross for this. And let's also talk about the fact that like her reality is so different from her average follower. Which yes, she should take more responsibility for like she can't just recklessly go and do what she wants she wanted fame she wanted the platform there are responsibilities that come with that Um, but she's also human and can sometimes forget it because her reality is so warped like you and i are coming at things from a very different perspective than where she's coming from and we're kind of on the ground looking at her and watching what she's doing she's in it and in her bubble in her world trying to do things to make a splash and i think that she's been dissociated from what i actually what the actual impacts are for people who are living like in a more normal average life if that makes any sense she has the means to employ a whole team that will make sure that she's getting all the nutrients that she needs all the support that she needs to fit into that dress like nutritionists chefs trainers doctors and then she also would have the time to dedicate to crazy training and rest that was probably really all that she was um she was doing was to like have everything in her life optimized to get her to that point in a safe or as safe as possible route to go and knowing that it was also short term she has people in all other areas of her life helping her to keep it all together she has nannies raising her kids she also has a huge ass network of a family to help step in same thing with running her businesses she's got people all over the place to help her make sure that she has everything on the go and that she has incredible access she has the means the time the energy she has so much wealth that she can really afford to you know have everything that she can to make sure that it's not as dangerous and sort of mitigating the damages that it would do to her health so that's probably something that i would assume also dissociates her from the reality of how dangerous this could possibly be for the average person to go through because she has so much access and means available to her um there's an expectation that these people that are on these pedestals whether we've put them there or i mean anyone that has fame we've we've put them there we've decided that they're worthy of it um because you need to hold all of our attention and we decide to give it to them um, but we we have this expectation that they never make a mistake and that they should be living perfectly and always a healthy and respectable role model. And while Kim has most certainly never been that way, and I don't think that she's really ever like tried to <laughs> to pull the wool over our eyes and pretend to be that way. I mean, their TV show has just been a wild ride. <laughs> 
for for watching a family coming together. Um, but we still kind of have this expectation that they're going to be thinking of everyone and everything all the time and, and never make a, a mistake. And then when they do, we really do like rake them over the coals and like threaten them with cancel culture. And um, the problem with that expectation is that these people are people. They don't necessarily get the training that they should do or they should have to hold the positions um, in our society that they do. They have their own fears and doubts and limiting beliefs. They have their own stories. Um, They have their own model of the world. They have traumas from their past that have shaped them. They all have healing that they need to do as well. And they weren't given a perfect model of the world before they were given this mass amount of influence. So, all this to say, the issue um, of what happened with Kim Kardashian at the Met Gala was not an individual issue. The issue is not Kim Kardashian. The issue is never Kim Kardashian. And the issue is a culture that still endorses and idolizes unhealthy behaviors that Kim displays. It's so important to have a conversation about the message that she was sending when talking about the extreme measures of eating that she took to fit into Marilyn Monroe's dress. But to condemn her for it seems harsh. To instead come out and, you know, just shit all over her and talk about how much harm she's doing and how reckless she was being we can take this opportunity to work together to set new standards one that celebrate healthy bodies healthy happy minds and let's also do the work to educate our youth to educate ourselves to educate our elders that living healthy happy lives is the right thing to do if we are giving everyone the necessary education of accepting our bodies, accepting what we think is beautiful, having a diverse idea of what is beautiful, um, and all kind of agreeing and understanding that these drastic measures are really dangerous. Um, we're not going to be as susceptible to, you know, falling victim to them again. If we're watching and our youth are watching Kim Kardashian and her saying that she lost 13 pounds in three weeks, having taking that opportunity to sit down and say, okay, this is super unhealthy and use that as a launching off point to have a productive conversation instead of saying Kim Kardashian is a horrible person setting a terrible example for young people. Let's have a discussion with our young people about what a healthy approach would be to having a healthy body, setting those boundaries, and then, you know, reaching out to Kim and saying, hey, that was super unhealthy. Are you aware of that? Are you aware of how difficult that is and the pressures that that continues to perpetuate um, for the rest of us to try to attain a desirable look and beauty? Um, So I think that's where we're going to wrap this up. And yeah, let's let's encourage ourselves to look at things from multiple perspectives 
um, not just come from the one that you initially see yourself, but really challenge ourselves to look at things from other people's points of view, um, practice compassion, and let's root for Kim to heal her own body image. I think that that's, that was my biggest takeaway from this was that Kim is obviously still really um, hurting herself and her own body image. Um, the fact that she feels so much pressure to augment, and I mean, watching um, the new Kardashian shows, I actually stopped watching Keeping Up with the Kardashians for the last, like, several years, because um, I just couldn't do it anymore, but I started watching their new show um, on Disney+, Plus, and seeing what um, Chloe is going through and her mental health and anxiety um, and I mean, we're really seeing that on social media with the amount of filtering and photoshopping that she does. There are some serious um, issues there that that she's trying to work through. And I think that it's it's very apparent in Kim's decisions and how she operates and moves on social media, how she presents herself, um, her obsession with um, an aesthetic it's it's damaging and she is obviously uh, not healed in that sense so i think let's root for her to heal her own body image let's help to heal on a society level of what we think a healthy body image is let's hope that she has people on her team that are here to help her to see that she can change her model of the world to be one where perfect aesthetic is not the most important thing or not even one of the most important things. Um, and let's just hope that we can all come and work together from a compassionate mindset to heal all together. So thanks, guys. I hope that you enjoyed this episode. I hope that um, maybe this was able to challenge your perspective a little bit. Um, or maybe this sparks something in you and you really disagree and that's fine too. Um, just wanted to share my perspective on where I was coming from with this and try to open up a um, productive dialogue. So thank you guys so much for listening to today's episode um, and I will talk to you guys next time. Bye!